0: welcome to the exchange podcast i am your host floyd boykin jr and welcome so thank you for tuning in we are in season three of this beautiful podcast and it's been an amazing ride uh, I must say, for the past—I don't even know how long—we've done like 40 episodes. So to do 40 episodes, and we had some really, really great guests and some uh, great topics, along with my my co-host uh, Torina uh, Robertson. Uh, it's been amazing. Uh, it's just been amazing go around, amazing time. So um, we will be coming back with you with some more on top of me and Tarina, uh, talking about relationships, like we love to do. And we um, just finished talking about uh, um, divorce and you know moving on, you know uh, from a divorce, how to love again. And so I kind of wanted to follow up with that, um, kind of piggyback off of that for this particular one. It's just me today, so I'm just kind of uh, speaking about it and talking about it. But I wanted to kind of talk about the fear. Of getting into a relationship afterwards. So, what are we scared of? And that means those people who um, who just get just getting out of a relationship. What are we scared of in reference to moving into a new relationship? Many times, um, when we think about that, um, there's a lot of times there's a, a heartbreak, of course, in a breakup. So. And we're not, I'm not specifically talking about divorce at this point, I'm talking about any breakup, whether it's a long-term relationship uh, or or divorce, uh, or uh, as my cousin uh, reached out to me, uh, says that our our podcast was actually uh, touching base with those people who are widows as well, you know, where you're trying to, you know, move forward from a situation like that. So, so many different things to keep in mind, but what are we scared of? I mean, if you're if you were hurt in a relationship, then I would assume that you're kind of hard, uh, um, worried about giving your heart to someone else again. Because let's be honest, y'all. A lot of times, uh, people are not always who they say they are, and especially in the beginning of a relationship, it, you know, people on their best behavior, they're sending their representatives, and you think you're you know dating the one and you come to find out that you're really not, you don't really know the person that you're dating with, you know, you're dating, so, um, I would say definitely giving your heart to someone, again, after a long relationship or marriage, uh, and jumping, I don't think it's healthy to just jump right back into a relationship, I, I, do believe, and I say this often, that you do need to heal before going into another relationship, I Healing, meaning making sure that you are right spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, in reference to everything before you go into a new relationship. Because you don't want to blame things on or take things out on a new person that comes into your life who had nothing to do with whatever reason you broke up with. You know, the, whatever reason the relationship you were in uh, ended, the new person had nothing to do with it, you know. And so when you get into a situation like that, you know, it's like, come on, you know, um, we have to accept when we're ready to love, we have to accept the people for who they are, the new people, and they shouldn't pay for whatever pain that someone else may have put you in. Or, you know, you may have been the reason why the relationship broke up. So they're not the cause of whatever you did either. So, you know, a new person is a new person and they're trying to get to know you. Uh, so there's a lot of things that that in the courtship of things, you know, those who still believe in dating or, or courting a person. I mean, you have to really, really learn who you are with, and that could take some time. I mean, I believe that building a friendship, a genuine friendship first, is is a beautiful thing. It definitely is nothing wrong with that. Um, I recommend it. Actually, you you know want to be be solid on the friendship that you have when you go into a relationship, and you just want to make sure that you both are on the same page, that you both are willing and able to love each other and adore one another, adore each other, you know, and so you want to make sure that that's in place as well. And sometimes it's just really not hard to to figure that out, you know, because if it was a uh, a rule or something that was set in stone about how to, uh, how to keep your relationship going. I mean, there wouldn't be so there wouldn't be so many failed relationships, you know. So nobody has like the uh, the, the the antidote or the or I should say the remedy or secret potion that's going to get you through or get you in a relationship for that matter. Uh, but you, all you got to do is uh, stay focused, you know. But what else could you be scared of you know going into it you're scared of commitment uh, perhaps you're scared of giving up that space that you have because if you've been divorced or, or separated or out of a relationship for some time and you moved out per se and you got your own spot now it maybe it's hard for you to even think about sharing space with someone again I mean that that is a big um, a big step you know moving in with someone and you are under the same roof you live in. And you're taking care of that home together. And you, and that's a learning process in itself. You know, so you just want to, I say take your time is very important, you know. You want to get in there and take your time. So if you are scared of uh, expressing yourself or keeping your, or opening your heart up to someone, then you truly need to take your time. I mean, just don't dive in, you know, feet first or what have you and get into a relationship. And you know you're not over the situation you were in, I, I just don't think that that's fair to yourself or fair to uh, the person that you were in a uh, relationship with. You want to take some time to heal. And when you can look at some of those things and, uh, and those things are not uh, strong in your life anymore, and more than likely you probably have healed from those situations, but you have to acknowledge the fact that you need to heal first. And sometimes people be in denial and they just blame the other person in the relationship as opposed to just saying, Hey, I I'm looking at this relationship. I could have did this better. I could have did this. I could have did that you know, and not just blame it on the other person because it's most of the time it's not just a one sided situation unless, you know, there was major infidelity take well, infidelity taking place or if um, you know, there was some type of abuse that was going on. So we got to keep that in mind. So I was looking on a website, you know, and I ran across this article. It says uh, four things to do before starting a new relationship after a breakup or divorce, which is really, really um, what we're talking about here. So um, I'm going to jump right into it and read some of this for you. The first thing that they said in this particular article and this article comes off of mindbodygreen.com it says stay single until you can be sure you're starting a relationship for the right reasons so it says uh, a truly loving committed relationship is about sharing life experiences learning and growing with someone who is self-aware and free of um, the pull of past hurt and being open and willing to doing the work it takes to create and exist in a safe drama-free space together um and i actually i I truly agree with that statement you know it doesn't make any sense to just jump into a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship you're asking for a different kind of hurt while you're still healing from the hurt you just came out of (laughs) you know so it's definitely um just don't be in a relationship just for the sake of being in one you know and there's nothing wrong with dating and finding you know people that you want to get to know and hang out with or what have you but in terms of jumping into a relationship serious relationship uh, just to be doing it uh, it's not recommended Um, like I said start the relationship off pretty slow you know or once you know that this is a person you need to be with I'm sure you'll have the signs to let you know okay this is the person I want to pursue or or um, explore new possibilities with this individual all right number two love yourself more than you ever thought possible so you've probably heard this one before no one would ever be able to love you more than you love yourself So it says, take it from me. This is 100% true, 100% all of the time. We attract people who will treat us only as well as we treat ourselves. If we believe ourselves to be unworthy or unlovable uh, at a deep level, no matter how pretty the package of our prospective partner, we see them as our salvation only because we know little enough about them that we can project our own ideas onto them. Over time, they will begin to reflect our own limitations and flaws. Self-love needs to happen consistently on the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional levels. And I just said that early, didn't I? Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's it's cool because, you know, that that is so right. I agree with that um, 100%. You got to love yourself. You got to believe that you're worthy. And I fall victim of that myself. Sometimes I I look at myself and although I I love who I am and I love things that I've done, uh, sometimes I question myself whether I'm good enough for this type of person or good enough for that type of person, which, you know, I got to, you know, make sure I have that trust and love and confidence for myself, you know, and moving forward and just being in any kind of you know relationship new relationships or what have you you, know, you gotta definitely um, believe in yourself and i believe that this is sound advice in terms of loving who you are loving yourself um and uh, having positive thoughts about yourself moving forward now they have some some smaller sections on here too let me see if i should read these so they have physical uh self-love Mental self-love, emotional self-love, and spiritual self-love. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit. So it says, begin by listening to, then responding to, and respecting the needs of the body. Create a nurturing inner sanctuary where you feel safe. Learn what your body requires through exercise, diet, and rest to maintain balance. Commit to giving it the nutrients that it needs to thrive. Now this is the physical self-love. Mental self-love. Kick out the roommate in your head that tells you you're not good enough, beautiful or handsome enough, young enough or wealthy enough to have a wonderful, loving and supportive partnership. Replace self-depreciating thoughts with the thoughts that affirm your wholeness, such as I am awesome and deserve someone who knows my worth or I am completely lovable just the way I am and I am deserving of great love. No matter what happens with your ex, you have the power to rewrite the conversation that affirms the truth of who you are. Hey, this is actually a pretty good article. I'm glad I looked it up. Anyway, but yeah, all of that is, is actually a, um, very sound advice, and I'm glad I'm reading it because I think this is something we actually all need to hear because sometimes people are just you know, so alone. Uh, that they just jump right into a new relationship. And and, and then now they're into a, uh, something else that's not healthy. So you not only have you not healed from what you were originally in, but you now you have more to add to it that's not healthy either. All right, so let's go into the emotional self-love. So bring deep self-compassion and kindness to your wounds. Understand how you contributed to the relationship uh, Um, dissolving examine the pain that arises from your childhood get therapy or divorce coaching now if your emotions are all over the place like I said, if you haven't dealt with your emotions it is absolutely not advisable to get into a relationship with anyone I mean because you know the person you want is not fair to them or you and the other person may really really be digging you and but you're all over the place and so you kind of can't give them what they need anyway because you're still uh, emotionally wounded and you need to take time out to to heal grow and um, and just move forward so yeah i like that all right so this next one is spiritual self-love so it said develop and maintain a deeper connection to your spirit by recognizing and honoring the voice of your intuition. This can be accomplished through meditation, journaling, and spending quiet moments in nature. This inner guidance will let you know when you are truly ready for a relationship and whether someone you will meet is right or wrong for you. So it says create the life of your dreams by connecting to a vision that reflects your worthiness, your lovability, know your passions, find confidence in your confidence in your purpose. Make a commitment to follow those passions no matter what or who comes along. Committing to self-love and our life's work before committing to a romantic relationship is the key to fulfillment and wholeness. When we commit to a life of service to ourselves and others, we have made the vows that must proceed and that enable a commitment to another person. All right. I like that. Like I said, I think all of this is sound information. I really, really wish I had gone live, like on um, on YouTube or something. Not YouTube. Well, yeah, YouTube or 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 the gram or even Facebook to and pull somebody on so we can actually speak about this because this is actually really good information. All right. So now we're going into number three. uh, In reference to this beautiful list that, (coughs) excuse me, that found on mindbodygreen.com once again is four things to be to do before starting a new relationship after a breakup or divorce so number three is learn what a healthy relationship looks like and take your time so it says after being married or in a long-term relationship it's easy to uh, to um idealize the next person you date so, because you have already been deeply connected to, or maybe married and had children with, uh, our past partners, we may easily project scenarios onto people we uh, have just met, fantasizing about the role they will play in our lives without knowing much about them. You know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you definitely need to learn what a healthy relationship is. I mean, a lot of times when we get out of relationships, we know what we don't want again. But does that mean that we actually know what a true, healthy relationship is? All we know is that those things didn't work in that relationship and we don't want, you know, we don't want a, a new relationship with those elements. But uh, we should explore more about what a healthy relationship looks like. What is the role of um, the men, well, well, each partner, uh, each uh, person about in terms of you know uh, feeding the mental spiritual physical and emotional side of you what what is what's the role you know um so it also it it continues on it says um but the truth about dating after a breakup is that the real measure of an appropriate and desirable partner goes well beyond whether or not they will be able to fit into the same role as an ex It's about knowing who we are and what we want and then truly getting to know someone over time. It's also about getting to know them, what they want, and what role they want you to play in their life, which may look very different from your ex's needs and desires. So don't get someone and expect them to be just like your ex or put them in the same position your ex was in or whatever. A new person is a new person. You got to allow that to um, play out the way it's going to play out. You allow yourself to be who you are and allow them to be who they are and you come together and create a reality with each other. I think that's awesome. All right, I'm going to go on to the last one here, which is something I say all the time. I always say, you know, be kind, be respectful. Be respectful. Have fun and learn something amazing. And so this says have have fun. So when you do decide to date again, approach it as an adventure rather than a burden. Prepare yourself as much as possible and let go. Have fun and trust the process. You get to choose whether you will date a little or a lot. Learn what you might want in a future partner by meeting people and having fun. More than anything, dating is an opportunity to be exposed to new thoughts, environments and lifestyles and saying asking and responding to questions about one's and one another's lives and core values we create the opportunity to authentically communicate about ourselves with others we can approach dating as a fun challenge how can we get to know what really makes the other person tick and the last part of that is just uh, most importantly we can enjoy the process of knowing how we feel. When we are around this person, Uh, is there a lightness and joy uh, here uh, or anxiety that you feel in your stomach? Um, Is there ease or awkwardness? Are there feelings that something is just not right? Uh, Practice non attachment, rely on your personal support system, and stay curious about other people's worlds. Learning how they fit in with yours can be a joyful process rather than a painful process. So, yeah, that was um, an article off of mindbodygreen.com. It says four things to do before starting a new relationship after a breakup or divorce. Just a recap, uh, stay single until you, one, stay single until you can be sure you're starting a relationship for the right reasons. Number two, love yourself more than you ever thought possible. Three, learn what a healthy relationship looks like and take your time. And the last one, number four, is have, have fun. So um, so in in reading all that, I'm hoping that it helps someone out there, even myself, you know, in reference to like those fears that we have in moving forward with anyone or someone. Um, maybe if we all take that that approach with those top four there, the process will be a lot easier. You know, and we gotta go into it with a positive mind frame. We can't um go in there or, you know just shooting down the concept of of loving again you know i I'm pretty sure most people want to love again they uh, those who've been married, they may or may not want to be married again. you never know, but they most people still want to love again, so I mean even if you can go come from that perspective of just possibly learning. To love someone again and being in that position Maybe marriage Would be part of that conversation at some point You know, you just never know Well Anyway, I appreciate you all for listening I just wanted to come on with a Short um, podcast today Or uh, at least shorter than our Norm And um, just talk about Kind of piggybacking off of uh, Finding love again You know, from the last uh, podcast That we had about finding love after divorce And so hopefully this is a a great companion to that first video on the first um, podcast on this third season here and once again my name is Floyd Boykin Jr. I am your host of the podcast the exchange podcast and you make sure that you be kind be respectful have fun and learn something amazing peace and until next time